This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Yeah, but I mean, anyway, so, and I'm not but, bored. I'm but you know what? Uh, um, and I'm not bored. <laughs> yeah, well, because I, you know, it's hard. I mean, I've been yawning more on mic, and I just need people to know it's not because I'm bored. Yes. Oh my God, we're back. Hey! Yeah, hey! It seems like <laughs> it's been so long, up. Jess. No, I know, kidding. it has been really long. <laughs> oh my God. So, are you ready to promote your show, people? Because you guys get so into this. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I think it's opposing group. There's like the people who are like, how do I get my numbers up? Oh my God, my, my, nobody's listening. How come nobody engages with me? I'm not getting any feedback and I suck and I don't know what to do. And then, there's the one that's like, I don't care. It's yeah. I'm just doing this because, just because. <laughs> so, right. So there's like these like two vasts of of experience from people, and um, maybe you and I can because I actually come from the I don't care kind of camp to some degree mm-hmm. for my own stuff. So I think that we'll have two different um, perspectives on this. Yes, probably, because I think marketing is the most important part. I think your show can't grow without it. Of course. I I mean, I learned that the hard way, but at the same time, I'm not as obsessive, I think, about it as some people are. So so what do you think? What what has been the most effective for your show, uh, Jess, or that you've seen, like some tactics that you think are working for people, maybe? Um, I can't tell when other people are promoting their own shows. Ah. You know, I don't, I don't really see a lot of um, other people promoting their shows, like each episode. Ah. And I don't know why. I don't know why. Probably because they're doing it on their Facebook page and not their personal profile. And actually, I don't promote mine on my personal profile either, but maybe I should. Um, well, you know, you know what, Jess? It's really interesting because I've been doing that on my, with the Libsyn show, it's, because I've been, tr- of course, I put it on like podcaster kind of groups that uh, accept promotion. Because of course, there's some people who are very, very sad about getting any kind of promotion, and they get very angry by that. So I'm just I make sure that I'm okay promoting. But when yeah. I put it on my page, on my personal Facebook page, it's like crickets. Really? <laughs> well, I mean, not 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 the yoga. The yoga totally. Everybody's like, oh yay! But whenever I put the lips and stuff on there, nobody cares. Like. My Facebook page is not, even though podcasters follow me, I think it's like, I don't know. They just, there's like, it just doesn't speak to them, you know? So, shit, it's odd. I don't yeah. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I just actually, as we were talking, um, I just posted my latest interview on my personal page to just see if I'll get more traction from it. Okay. And actually, sometimes if it's like a, a member of a, of like, groups that I'm in maybe I should I'll post in that group like if in the she podcast group if we um interview another 
podcaster, I would probably post it in there. Yeah. You know? But, like, I do have a system for promoting, and I can't really tell you, like, which thing is the most effective. Uh. Um. Because it's hard, just, and that's simply because, you know, stats are weird. Like, lips and stats are weird. Uh, actually, let me go into my stats, and we'll see, like, the highest referring thing. But I believe it's my website. And when I promote the show, I'm sending them to the website. Right. So there again, right. I don't know what, if they're, you know, then I'll have to look at my website stats and see, why well, are they coming through Facebook? Are they coming through Twitter? Are they, co- you know, and then I'll know. Right it's usually, I mean, it's usually Facebook and email, to be honest with you. So, so there's a couple, so let me just tell you all the different places I promote the show, and then maybe you can help me decide which one's the most effective. All right. But like, um, okay, so the first thing I do is, for the week, on Wednesday, I send an email saying what shows are this week and what shows were last week. Okay. Okay, and that my email is, you know, a couple thousand people. We don't need to be just, you know, it's a few thousand people. And then um, the day of the show, so like um, my um, Casey Baker, for example, is this the week that we're taping this. And um, the day of her show, I have tweets going out at, let's say, like 8, 11, 2, 5, and 8 mm-hmm. that say, hey, don't miss, and it's a different aspect of something we talked about. So each tweet is different. So if, like, they see the first, so it's either to catch people that aren't on Twitter all at the same time, or it's to catch the attention of something that maybe they saw in the last tweet that they weren't interested in. Because we talk about, like, getting your message out there, but if you're not interested in that, she also talks about, you know, what how she set up her business, while, you know, before she had a baby. Right. And okay. You know, so all different stuff. And then... That same morning, a post with her headshot will go on Pinterest and Instagram and also on my Facebook page, not my profile, but just my page and in my group, I think. I have a Facebook group for Lady Business and I believe that when I have a new show, it goes in there because that group is basically comprised of listeners and guests. So um, those are pretty much all my... Oh, so those that's what I do the day of the show. Then... When the show is over, I take some of those tweets from that day and put them in a rotation queue with all the other shows so that when it's not show day and it's not Casey's day, on Thursday, it'll say, hey, listen to what Elsie had to say on my show eight months ago. (laughs) Right, right. Totally. Or, hey, Uh listen to what Pat Flynn said three years ago or just whatever. Uh, I don't tell them when it was because I think a lot of my shows are, um, they're not time sensitive because it's not a news show. So... They're evergreen, I guess is what you could say. Um, And then I wrote, so then whatever, it's not Wednesday and Friday, that's when I'm queuing up the rest of the show so they they continue to get uh, listeners, which works. That actually does work because I can see um, that my past shows are getting, you know, I can see, that I can see in Lipson is that my past shows are getting listens. Oh, Absolutely. You know, and oh, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. because of that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but whether or not any of those things is more effective than not, that's hard to say. I do get a lot of web traffic from email, and I do get it from Facebook. I don't really get a lot of web traffic from Twitter. That's definitely number three. But, and Which is odd, because I have the most followers on Twitter than I do the other places, but I guess they're not the most 
committed. Hmm. Right? So it's so it's really about your committed so that just tells you in marketing it's really about your committed, you know, your committed audience rather than your numbers. Cuz you can have 10,000 followers on Twitter and still the same 300 people will listen. Right. Yeah. Doesn't matter, right? Yeah. So Rob wrote out an entire article on that specific thing. Really? Yes, he did. Yeah. I think it's like, yeah, cuz it's 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 yeah, absolutely. He he actually of course he broke it down and he because he had the stats for because he has the the stats for the listeners, you know, the download numbers, and he could see somebody's Twitter listeners. Usually, the more like he correlated, the more Twitter followers you have, the least amount of listens you have on your show. Yeah, yeah. and the more like the listeners you have, the least amount of followers you have on Twitter. It's just that very interesting. That's the odd. That's probably true. It's it's like yeah, it's super super crazy. Now I just had an idea because I this morning was got a notification that I was going to be, that I'm featured today on Joy Junkie podcast. Okay. And she did a couple of things that I don't do. First, the first thing she asked me to do is review her show, which I thought was smart. Then she gave me pre-written tweets. Now I do that, but they're generic. I don't write the person's tweets every time. Uh-huh. I just say, hey, I share my lady business on Lady Business Radio and then give them the link. Um, but she had like seven different ones specific to our show for me to schedule if I wanted. Oh. Which I thought was cool. And a graphic, which I also don't do because my graphics are – now, you do the graphics for Libsyn. You have a different graphic every time. And we'll have a different graphic every time for yeah. this show. But I don't do that for my show. And I, and I tried to create one and got frustrated and quit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, that's why I think it, the template model, at least for me, works. No, it would totally work. It's just that I couldn't make, I couldn't design that. Maybe my brain was broken that day, but like I couldn't design a graphic that made me happy and I was just getting mad. So I quit. Mm -hmm. Plus I have a hundred shows now that I would have to go back and redo. Mm. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Or you could just do it. Just start rotating. I mean, if you have time. Yeah. I mean, well, right. Do a couple of, a day or whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, anyway, so, and I'm not but, bored. But I'm you know what? Uh, um, and I'm not bored. <laughs> yeah, well, because I, you know, it's hard. I mean, I've been yawning more on mic, and I just need people to know it's not because I'm bored. Yes. No, but um, you know what? I, it's, what's interesting to you, to me, for, for all the stuff that you're doing is, is it, and my question to everybody is, exact, how do you know if it's working? You know, because it does take a lot of time to do this. It does take a lot of time. I see like, why I tell you the social promotion takes me the longest. Yeah. And so the whole point. A lot. A lot more. Yeah. And, and what I do is like I do it through the week. So for Libsyn, I have, um, I immediately, well, schedule within Libsyn. So because there is that unpublished feature where you could put the Twitter and it tweets out and then it goes to your Facebook page. If you have that stuff linked through, you can have that in LinkedIn, even though I don't do it on LinkedIn because I, you know, it's very odd to do that because I don't think we even have, oh yeah, we do have a Libsyn page on LinkedIn. But anyway, it's just yeah. too much. You need a company page. Yeah, yeah. And so right. I only do Twitter and Facebook and I'd, I'd, and it can do it via WordPress as well, but I'd, I'd prefer to do it just the Twitter and Facebook. And, and I schedule them in the weekend that I, and I usually schedule it at a time where I know it's a free slot in terms of social media because I have other things that are going on throughout the day. 
and usually late, late night, like 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning or something like that so that the um, non-U.S. people can kind of get a hit of that. And, and I just do that. And then I just put everything in Buffer because I use Buffer. That's the what I will use over at Libsyn per my choice because I love it. And I just do basically that episode for the entire week, basically. I do tweets. And then at the same time, I also craft a post that includes an image that I do put in Instagram. And I do put manually inside a buffer as well. That is a post, a picture post. No Pinterest. Uh, n- we do have a Pinterest account, but, you know, our, our people are not... Uh, yeah, they're probably not using it. They're not using it, no. And I, we do have it, but I, when I go into Pinterest, I basically upload, like, like, I just pin away for like an hour and a half. So I don't have a, like a, a system for Pinterest. It's more about a presence, a presence, if you will. Like if people want to look at our stuff, they can look at it, but it's not like we're there all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't put any for the podcast. I should do that very soon. But, I, but our people aren't there, though. You know, yeah, it's like that- we have a lot more men and, and if, the, if, if, if our, if our people are listening with podcasts, they're not, our people are a little bit more tech savvy. So if they stumble on our show, it's going to be a little bit too techy for somebody on Pinterest from the get go. Yeah. You yeah. know, and our branding is also not Pinteresty. It's like, no, it's, it's not. very like male and yeah. dark. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's yeah. not, it's not, it just doesn't jive, but we do have a presence there. But in, in Instagram, and it's been challenging too, because I also think that there are very many of our podcasters, our general users, our general, this is like the general population that are not are quite on Instagram yet. There's a few, um, but mostly yeah, but the, it's not your bread and butter. Yeah. Mostly our marketers. So basically mm, Facebook, Facebook, bread and butter. Sorry. <laughs> Facebook, Google Plus, and Twitter is where I focus. And um, I do... Oh, Google Plus. I don't even do... I should. Yeah. Google Plus, we've been doing a lot more. But the only only reason I'm able to do Google Plus so much more now is because Buffer. Buffer's like... Oh, my God. Buffer is my salvation. Yeah. It's so, so good for me. So that's how I do it. Although we're still not getting very much engagement. And it's probably because I'm just not in Google Plus. But we're talking about driving kind of listens, what I have found is that if I tweet more, um, more people are apt to click through. In fact, yesterday was a pretty big um, podcast day for us because of the tweets that I scheduled. And I think it was a very specific tweet itself that really called people's attention uh, yesterday. So it depends mm. on what it is because I we have so many topics for every like it's not like you know you have a guest mm-hmm. and then maybe you talk about I don't know two or three interesting topics right mm-hmm. we have like a crap ton of like topics that we talk about in each show that are really intriguing so yeah. it's like it, yeah there's just so much it's not about one thing it's about so much yeah so. Uh, yeah. I mean, I cover a lot of topics too, but you're right. I have one guest. <clears throat> yeah. And so, but I think that, let me see, what was it that I, I must have tweeted out? Um, I think it was, I think the one that got, oh, you know, it was really interesting that it was the last tweet that I had. There was the golden rule of editing for podcasts, mm-hmm. EFF to challenge podcast patent. 
And is a dedicated podcast app worth it? So that's basically the, I think the one that got the most. Do you think it's worth it? A dedicated podcast app worth it? Yeah, it depends yeah. On, on your audience. You'll hear, it's really interesting because we have actually a user who sent in a seven-minute audio feedback piece on why it is worth it for him. So it wasn't even up. I've been in the process of getting mine up, but I don't have it up yet. Yeah, I think it absolutely is worth it. It is worth it if it's it. It's, it's, yeah, absolutely. For a, and he gets into it a lot because there's a lot of people who don't, li they're not obsessive about podcast listening like I am. I mean, I honestly have three different podcast listening apps on my phone that are above and beyond what anybody else has. Everything is like, because I like to test them out. And I'm subscribed to, I don't know, 30 podcasts. Wow. And, and I listen. That's how, that's my thing. That's my thing. That's what I listen to. Most people, though, on average, listen to three podcasts. And, mm -hmm. and that's all they're listening to, or even two podcasts. So if you have a dedicated app, it's like, if you, if you really love a show, how cool would it be to just open that up and have everything there at your fingertips? Totally. It's super, super easy. And you don't have to be, it's just there. And yeah. um, even, even you know, uh, Dave uh, Jackson from the School of Podcasting, he has our free app on, the, on his phone, and he uses it specifically because he likes to send us voice feedback. And in the app, there's a little button you click, and you can send voice feedback straight from the app. Yeah. So it just makes it easy. Everything's just there. Um, it's more about consumption in that respect, so... Um, yeah, I'd really want to get that up actually. It's going to be really cute. So, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and we're getting an update very soon for, awesome. um, for the, yeah, it's going to be, it, there's an the update process. in the works. Yeah. It's going to be so much yeah, prettier. Yeah, the process right now, part of the reason it's not done is because the process is so annoying. I have to download a, a Word doc. Yeah. No, I mean, fill out a Word that doc. process, kind of no, not, not, not so much oh. that process. The new, there's going to be a new app, but, <laughs> but, but no, 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 it's okay. Cause it's fine. And it is annoying. And, and Sarah has been fighting to make that not be the case. Terrible but, process for both, for both setting up premium content and yeah. for setting up an app. I find it to be tiresome. Believe but me. That, but that doesn't mean I shouldn't do it. Right. I need to do it. No, no, I hear you. And it's, and this is, and, and believe me, it's, it's being addressed. Even a Google doc would be better. Just let them know. That would be awesome. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I'll send them now. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. But there's a new yeah, app coming. So you were saying not that process. Not that process. I'm saying there's going to be a whole new app redesign that's going to be very nice. Oh. So, yeah. A whole thing. So, anyway. So, anywho, let's get back to the social media stuff of promoting your podcast. Yeah. So, you think promoting your podcast in terms of, of, of social media. So, is there anything else that comes to mind in terms that, that has helped perhaps people listen to your show? Not social media related. Um, I say yes to being interviewed on podcasts pretty much regardless of the topic because I feel like it's a good way to promote the show because I feel like, and I'm almost willing to do it more than other kinds of interviews because I feel like if they're listening to their podcast, they're definitely going to listen to mine. What's to stop them? Yes. They're, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, it's, not the same as trying to convert a blog reader or an email subscriber and having to teach them how to listen. These people obviously already know how to listen, even if it's a new show. You know what I mean? Like they'll find me through there, hopefully, and then um, hopefully come to my show. So I find that the more podcast interviews I do with new podcasters, um, that seems to work out. And actually... I would like to have someone 
look at new and noteworthy every day for me and tell me which ones I should pitch because those are the ones that are getting big audience right now. Because the what's hot ones have been around a long time. That's a little harder of a pitch. The new and noteworthy, they're fresh. They're looking for content. They want interesting shows. And then I can just swoop on in and save the day. Right on. And you know what? Not very many. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Not very many people do that. And I, I hats off to you to do that, to think about that. I haven't. I mean, I've thought about it. I haven't implemented it yet, but I think it would be a good idea just because that's when I got the, you know, a big boost in my audience ratings was new and noteworthy and, and, and it immediately dropped right after. Right. And I mean, yes, yes. But yeah. also just the fact of being a guest is, is very, very important. That's, that's one of like, for me, that was one of the key ways that got me tuned in to other people's podcasts was exactly what you just described because you are not pitching. You're not trying to convert uh, somebody who, who's a blog reader, somebody who is a, they're already listening. They already have it. And it's just, they already understand. You don't have to tell them what a podcast is. Duh. So I'm pretty already, I almost always say yes, even if their show isn't, even if they don't have a website yet. Right. I pretty much always say yes. Because and I, I seem to be asked a lot, which is cool. Yeah, it's me too, and it's really great. And I don't, oh, and I actually really, really love it. I think it's so much easier than like pitching or even wanting to write a guest post or a guest yes. blog post because oh you God. always oh. have to find. There's always such, a, and you make connections with other people. I mean, as a other whole, podcasters. it's so great. Yeah. Absolutely. So how about this? Have you thought about um, like sharing or have you shared somebody else's podcast on your podcast? Like meaning talked about somebody else's podcast on your podcast? I mean, a couple times because I've interviewed podcasters. And so we like Stacey Harris and I from from Hit the Mic. Mm -hmm. We spent like almost the entire show geeking out about lips and stats. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, all we talked about was, like, who's listening in Tanzania and, like, you know, like, how many people downloaded, like, the week of July 4th and stuff like that. We talked about it the whole time. That's hilarious. So, yeah. I mean, I definitely talk about other people's show on my show, but it's usually when I'm interviewing someone who has a show. She and I did that. I don't remember. You know, I interviewed Maggie Patterson, but I don't know if we talked about podcasting that much. A little bit. Um, Mignon Fogarty. Right. I interviewed Grammar Girl, and we talked about the podcast the entire time, how she started it, how it grew into a network, how she partnered with Macmillan Publishing, where the money comes from. That whole show is a podcast show. That's really cool. Now, now yeah. here's, the, here's the thing, because you know how you were saying in terms of pitching all the new and noteworthy and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you considered giving them a shout-out on your show? And instead of pitching them via email or even on social media, mm. shout it out inside of your show and send them a link on the Twitter. And then just say like, hey, shout out for blah, blah, for being X, you know, new and noteworthy and whatever. And love, That's you know, interesting. And then have it inside of your show. And you can even tell them the time. You can even tell them like the exact time when you shout it out. And that's just a really great way to also cross promote and to have somebody else be inspired to listen to your show. And at the same time, when somebody reads that, they're stepping into it. So it's really about kind of building the community. Elsie, that's such a good idea. So uh, thank yeah, you. You're welcome. It's because I am actually working on this that's right now because oh, it's, really? it's what I do. We're doing a podcast refresh for Libsyn right now, and for the first week, it, the whole focus 
uh, for Podcast Refresh is to reconnect with podcasters, to grow your audience. So Podcast Refresh is a five-week system, not system, it's not a system, it's a challenge that we're putting out there, little tips that we're going to put out for five weeks on how to grow your audience. And this is week one, and it's all about reconnecting with other podcasters to grow your audience. So that's one tip. It's what I call in podcast life instead of in real life, <laughs> podcast oh. life. So that's like one of them. And the other thing is to ask, you know, other podcasters to be on your show, which you already have, right? So it's really yeah. great to just be able to, oh, what are you doing? Sorry. I'm sorry. The door just burst open and it scared me to death. Okay, good. You are sorry. safe. Sorry. No robbers. Yeah, no robbers. Thank goodness. Oh, my God. Woo. Always exciting at She Podcasts. So, yeah. And you and you're ready, and you're ready to talk so about being a guest, right? You got it, the being a guest. Um, and the other thing is, and this is something else, and I know that this is a really good thing, is to send audio feedback to another podcast. Now, I know that it takes a long time, but in order for you to know the process and to be able to ask it from your audience, you have to know how hard it is and how to make it easy. For you to get feedback so and it also shows you how to like um like whenever you're listening to a podcast or whenever somebody says something that really like sparks your wanting to engage with them it mm -hmm. starts to show you like what caused you to want to do that so that you can instigate that same sort of kind of movement going on for you Yeah, but, you know what I mean? Because then you'll go like, oh, my God, that person totally inspired me to leave them a voice feedback. What was that? Oh, the content was, you know, whatever. Or this topic really, you know. So that way you can start to help your audience leave you feedback. You have to know the process. So sending an audio feedback to somebody like these people that you kind of feel like would totally be a good fit for you, send it send it in and, and, and make it smart and, and make it concise. And I guarantee you they'll be so excited. Yeah, that's a really good tip. So those are like um, some things that I think are really good for growing your audience that have nothing to do with social media. Again, because I think word of mouth is, is big. Now, mind you, how were your stats after New Media Expo? Did you see a spike? You know what? I better look. I don't know. Yeah, you should. I don't remember. I'm going to look right now. Because. Just month over month and see. Yeah, yeah. And then we, we did. We definitely did. You did? Oh, yeah. And, and it's yeah. like, and so again, that's because it's word of mouth. That's because people met you. And, and I have a feeling that for me, and now we're going to take it to, because I was just talking in podcast life. Now we're going to take it in real life. And, you know, um, things like that, like live events of some kind are huge for podcast growth. They're huge. Mm -hmm. It's how people get to know you. It's how people want to listen to you. It's how people, especially if you have a little card and all that kind yeah. of stuff. People yeah. will totally be like, oh, I want to listen. Oh, I want to listen to that. You know, especially when you're going to something like New Media Expo when everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of yeah, people know actually, about Yeah, it did grow. Yeah. It did grow in February. It didn't almost double or anything, but there's a significant growth. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. So you'll start to see that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. for me, in terms of those live events, like things like pod camps, um, meetups, because yeah, you have yeah. some of those meetups at, around you. I know for me, one of the ways that not necessarily my podcast grew, but my expertise or my, I don't know, my, my, my brand, if you will, even back in the day, like, you know, when I didn't even know what brand really was, 
um, was the fact that I started going to the LA podcasters meetups. Like as soon as I started podcasting and I was the only girl. Well, no. And then there was another, there was like two or three or four that showed up that were more video girls, but I was the only, the audio girl. And so all of a sudden I was known in California because then all of a sudden we met with the San Diego podcaster group. And then there was like the North, you know, the, the, the North California podcasting groups and all that kind of stuff. And then the Ontario meetup started to happen. The new media expo started in Ontario. So once I went over there, some of those guys already knew me because I was just showing up for their podcaster meetups. And I know that's, that's kind of uncomfortable for some peeps, especially women, but it's, it's to our advantage, man. Take advantage of that. Go. I met so many people just by showing up that way and talking about their show and they totally supported me and, and they wanted to know me. Then, then they, we hooked up via social media and, you know, everything yeah. grew from there. It was crazy. I actually can say, yeah, I mean, because I just started my show. Um, it doesn't even have to be a podcaster event. I had just started my show when I went to Spark and Hustle, and I did only went to support a friend who was speaking on stage. And um, my show spiked that month, too, actually, because I just met a bunch of women entrepreneurs and told them, you know, when you meet people and you leave your business card places, you tell them what you do, that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, it does work. Definitely. It's very cool. So, and you know, and, and part of it is the fact that I know that there's places that don't have meetups, but what's stopping you from, from doing it yourself? You know, I mean, we're not talking, I know for me, it's really challenging because I have so much going on. There's no way that I could organize a live meetup consistently, but I know that there's a lot of women out there who do have the, perhaps the time, a little bit more space in their lives to do that. Mm-hmm. Do it. What's stopping you? And I actually, even when I wrote down, you know, the, the little challenge for the day, I'm like, you set your own meetup. You show up to your own meetup, even if you're the only person that shows up to the meetup, and just share it. I'm sure at some point, if you show up at every week at 6 o'clock or whatever at Starbucks, <laughs> somebody's gonna, yeah. somebody <laughs> else is going to show up at some point and be like, oh, yeah, it's that girl. And it, right. you, know, you just have to be consistent, and you got to step out and I, I guarantee you it's bizarro how that happens, but your audience will grow. It will start to, word of mouth is huge. And then the whole point is that you don't have to work at it. Somebody else will go like, oh, you know that Jessica, she's got that lady business radio show. Even mm-hmm. if they've never heard you, mm-hmm. they'll tell somebody that could be a potential listener for you. So yeah. that's been huge for me because I, I, I can't even tell you how many times, oh my God, you're the yoga podcast girl. Yeah. How many times I've heard that, which is great. That a lot. So, but it's like, it's totally like, it's the yoga, it's the yoga, oh, you're the podcast girl, the yoga pod, you know, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden I'm the yoga podcast girl, right? There's nobody else but me. Right, right, right. right. So those are new, new ways to. That's, those are really good tips. Yeah. Cause I, I focus really hardcore on social media, but the reason I do that is because I, I, for a long time taught how to promote using social media. And so I'm very, I'm very social media centric, you know? Of course. And it, and I mean, and I think that that is part of it. What's so hard though, Jess, is that in terms of consumption of podcasts, like we were talking about before, it's that it takes a different person. It takes a different, it's a different experience of, of being able to, it's a, it's a more like, it's a whole body experience when you're consuming podcasts. Usually you're just not seated like at your computer watching something. 
So right. whenever you are physically involved with other people, it's a little bit more like, okay, I can, I, I don't know how that translates for me in terms of meeting people who are creating content that is also movable as opposed to text-based. Um, I found that people that create audio and video content are usually a little bit more embodied in mm -hmm. some way. So mm -hmm. I don't know. There's more action that comes from that. Um, one other makes sense. One thing that I also thought about is, um, you know, you got to find out where everybody is. Like, where is everybody that is? Like, where are the pod podcasters that you want to connect with? Mm -hmm. Where are they hanging out? Because, you know, you have Podcasters Paradise, and if those are your kind of peeps, then that's where you hang out. That's where you promote. That's where you make your connections. That's where you do your stuff, right? Mm -hmm. With the Chic Podcast Facebook community, if you're a part, you want to be part of your Chic Podcast Facebook community, you got to come and yeah. join up. Yeah. Um, so we have... But our audience is other podcasters, but my other audience isn't. Right. So I need to just connect with women entrepreneurs in general. Absolutely. And so in that respect, you've got to get very focused on who, and in that way, whenever they have a show, that's a really great, like in right there, especially for those people that have an industry, um, yeah. for that podcast. Cause just like we were talking about, it's, it's a small place, but like, you know, just because I listen, I listen to, I don't know, up to 10 Mac podcasts mm -hmm. that, you know, it's not like I'm taking my audience from another of my favorite podcasters. You know what I mean? It's like, I love them all and I listen to them all and I think they're all great and they all offer a new insight about something. So it's the same thing, I think, for every niche in terms of podcasting. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would love to hear what the audience has to say about what their most effective means of marketing is because it's not like this is the only show we're going to do about marketing. We're going to do lots of shows about promotion and things we see and tips that you give us and other things that we try even for this show. So I would love to hear in the comments or even in the group what your favorite ways of marketing is and stuff that you've either seen or tried that has or hasn't worked. Absolutely. And you know what's really cool, ladies, is that what you can see, we'd love to know like what help, what causes you to take action with us or with a, your favorite podcast if you listen. So what is it that drives you to leave us a comment, to respond, you know, on the Facebook group or to even, oh my God, sending an audio feedback to us? <laughs> Like mm -hmm. what makes mm -hmm. you do that so that we can, you know, either do more of that because that we're still figuring out as well. And I know that that's a question that everybody has. They yeah. want more engagement, you know? So, yeah. Well, or just more listener. Honestly, I don't care if they're engaged. They just happen to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's really interesting. I mean, I want engagement for this show. Right. I don't necessarily need engagement for Lady Business Radio. I like it when people ah, tell me they enjoyed the interview, right. but there's not really much for them to do because a guest is sort of a one-and-done experience. Okay. So if they want to tell me that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, other people I know want engagement, and you and I want engagement for this show, and I know you want engagement for the fee, but it's not always the, it's not always the goal. Right. For me, the goal for my other show is just listeners. For this show, yes, I want, we want a lot of conversation. You know what? That's a really great point because I think for my yoga podcast for a while, I wanted engagement, but then I was thinking like, what in the world? Like, like, like it made no sense. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. I, the reason I wanted engagement was because I was listening to other podcasts that had a lot of engagement. So I'm right. like, how come they're not leaving me voice feedback? And I'm like, 
because they are uh, practicing their yoga and they're all chilled out. And then afterwards, they don't want to like leave me a voice feedback. Mm -hmm. So it didn't make any, like it took me a while to figure out that that podcast doesn't, they're not going to do it. They're just not going to, but they have. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to do it in the consistent manner in which it's not a big focus. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, yeah. That's a great point. Very, very, very good. Yeah. I mean, not all, right. Not every podcast has the same goal. I will say a lot of them do have engagement as a goal. And I, again, I don't mind it. I enjoy it, but it's not my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal is, um, just for people to listen and enjoy it. And then, you know, what usually happens is they tell me, um, how, what, how they enjoyed it or what takeaways they got from it. And that, and I always appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. So I would love to hear, yeah, we want to hear your experience. Absolutely. Yeah. So, wow. Was that all of our stuff? Do we have any more? Not for this one. I Not don't for think. this one. I think like this is like our. We're new to this topic because we're just only talked about our own experience, and now once we start hearing everyone else's experience, we'll have to do another one. Absolutely. Yeah. So for now, I think. Fantastic! This is great. Ova. Oh, topic oh, over. Topic over. So you guys are going to have to do this, and we'll revisit again with this marketing stuff that we have going on. Oh. So, yay, 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 yay. Okay. Or different aspects. Absolutely. Like and you can you can leave us uh, feedback over at feedback at shepodcasts.com or on the She Podcasts Facebook group. It would be really great to hear, to get you guys in there and share your stuff. Yay. Yes. Yay. So please do it. Do it. Yeah. All right. Do it. <laughs> we did it again. Right on. All right. <laughs> We have no way of easy outs on this stuff. We're just going to have to stop it. So, yeah. um, Yes. Bye-bye. All right. So, thank you for listening. Take care. Keep on podcasting. How about that? That sounds fantastic. All right. Good. Oh, my God.